I think I like our new intro. Hey guys, it's uh, Christopher Lewis and my co-host Jamie Villamore. Welcome to a new season of Dating Intelligence. Mm -hmm. We are now, I think, in going into season, I'm going to call it three and a half. Somewhere in there. <laughs> three and a half. Yeah, it's my second season with I like you though. It. I'm super excited. And we got a new logo in the back. I hope if you guys mm -hmm. are watching, you can see our new logo in the background. And uh, we got a new queue up montage at the beginning of our stuff as well. What do you think? I know. You did such an amazing job. I, thank you. He sent it to me, you guys. And... It sat in my inbox for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, can you please check it? I'm like, Chris, I'm on the plane. I'll, I'll check later. And then finally today, he's like, did you check? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to check right now. Yeah, I'm glad you did because it still needed some work, by the way. You did an amazing Thank job you. though. And But you know, kudos to you because you know, like this is why this is a partnership, you know, because it's like, I listened to what you said, you know, Chris, we need a more jazzier intro. Let's do a montage. And I know there's a few people that did this. That I was like, wow, pretty amazing. Yeah. So I go, why can't you? She's right. Why can't we have this? Yeah, I love Love to like add a little something different um, every time we come back, and we're actually thinking about um, changing up the studio. So maybe having oh, um, like, like couches that. or versus like you're not going to fall asleep on me though, right? Um, I don't know. Have a couch? Pro probably. Yeah. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. You know, if we put a hat on you and then put you on a couch, I think that's uh, lights out for you. Gosh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, some some mornings are a little rough for me. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, how since I know we uh, guys, uh, um, Jamie and I haven't seen each other probably since our last episode that we when shot right cut before. Cut the power uh, on me. Oh uh, yeah, if you guys have. <laughs> so um, we're gonna get into this little story real fast. So Jamie and I had an event, uh, Babes in Toyland in Los Angeles. I think it was around December eighth, somewhere yeah. maybe around yeah, there. Yeah, it was in December. Mm -hmm. We were doing a lot of charity parties and events around that time. Right. So I flew in with my girlfriend, Harmony. Yes. And we had just, and in my defense, I had just bought a new house, me and my girlfriend. And it was one of those things where she was the first guest in the back apartment of the new house. And couldn't fucking wait. <laughs> there are some things that probably still needed to be done, like uh, like maybe turn the gas on for the heat. Mm -hmm. I think we forgot to do that. And it that. was cold because it's fucking December. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead. You and Harmony, we stayed back there. We, I had you set up as much as I could. And I did say the cabin nice. might not be ready, but yeah. you loved it. It was yeah. good, right? Oh my gosh. It, I felt like I was at home. I'm like, I'm fucking good. moving in here. Oh, like, I... yeah, it was great. Um, just got a little chilly and I'm like, Chris, it's fucking cold, not getting warm in here. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'll bring over a few space heaters. So I was like, okay. So we had the space heaters going <laughs> and... I guess you can't plug in both in the same fucking outlet, so we blew the... Right. It's kind of like sticking to what, like a mic, you know, when you turn the microwave dishwasher on and some other things all together, those super high-powered voltage suckers, nope. I call them energy suckers. Never, it's never happened to me well, before. But too, but in the same... <laughs> <laughs> not saying that it does, but I've heard that it does. But, yeah. if you, but I knew if you stuck two um, heaters in the same plug, that's a lot of energy suck. Yeah. And sure enough, it sucked the energy out of the apartment and turned the lights off on you. Yeah. So I made this montage, guys, of, you know, because Jamie's really good at um, documenting everything and Harmony is as well. Shout out to Harmony Swank. Um, but it's one of those things where you guys documented everything. So I just took all the filler pieces. And if you guys go on YouTube, you'll see like this four minute story I call 24 Hours um, by Dating Intelligence. Yeah. And we document the whole night of the event. And then you guys, even at In and Out, as you love to do, like your favorite, almost mm -hmm. like your um, go to after you're done with an event. Yeah. Um, they come back to the house and her and Harmony are talking the lights shut off. So then what I do is I kind of edit it all to where I actually turn the lights off on her on purpose. I turn the power off because Sneaky someone had given me a shitty little blanket back in the <laughs> day. And that's where the storyline stemmed from. Remember, that's the full yes, circle of the story. Fuck. Yeah. But you said it wasn't that bad. No, and it wasn't that bad. But I but I looked at the video trying to get a clip from that one time you go, and I gave Chris the shitty little blanket. And I was like, 
Oh, and then the first thing you said was, he better not get me back for this on the, when we were sitting here oh in the room. Oh my gosh. So that's why I got the yeah. cue of like, maybe I'll just pretend I turned the lights out on you at that point and shut it off. And that's where that, that idea came so from. so good. Yeah, so good. It was a lot of fun. I love my 24 hour turnaround <laughs> trips. <laughs> I love when you do them too. And you always have a place to stay at my Aww, place too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. And also guys, like I said, holiday time. I mean, you know, obviously as we all know after Halloween, it just gets a shit show with Thanksgiving holidays and then Christmas holidays. But, um, you know, I think think that there's a lot going on and with us once again we literally moved into our new house the day after thanksgiving so having that month to kind of prepare for people coming in town like my girlfriend's mom is coming in town we were hosting people um on christmas day yeah um we always like to have a, cre a tree for ourselves and then a Christmas tree for our daughters as well so that's mm -hmm. a shit show in itself because you know the girls are fighting on what type of tree they want so we got for the first time ever which i've seen them but i didn't know they actually did them are when they flock a tree, you know, all white, oh, yeah. and they spray it all white. Yes. Yeah. So we got a white tree for the girls and just a regular tree for us. I loved it. It was kind of cool. Did actually. it make a mess? You know what? That's what I'm saying. So I remember back in the day, if you shook it, all the stuff would fall yeah. off. This tree looked like it was shellacked on there. I mean, someone must have like waxed that sucker on there because no, I mean, I shook it, even moving it out of the house the other day, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Not okay. one, not one of the, um, uh, what do you call it? The little, uh, petals fell off. Nothing. It was, it was like the cleanest. And clear. you still keep it in water? Yes. And, um, but I threw it out the other day. Finally, I think it's in the front yard because the garbage hasn't come yet to take it out when I left. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's sitting in the front and there was not one single drop, except the only caveat was, is that there's some glittery stuff on there and that's the stuff that fell on the ground. Yeah. And I cannot stand glitter. I know you yeah. and my daughter both. Ugh. She's like, it is, it does not go away. It seeps in everything. Yeah. Like months and months away. She calls it like herpes of something <laughs> of Christmas or whatever. So we just make sure all her gifts have fucking glitter <laughs> <And> ribbon bows. <laughs> you don't mind it then. I love it. Okay, so you don't mind if it's all over the place in the house? I, I'm like, no, we vacuum it up. Okay. We wipe down the tables. All right. I mean, it just doesn't go away. They, that's... Yeah, that's what they say. They're yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't worry, because next year we're going to have a glitter fucking tree. And they're like, yeah, right. Oh, so God, I did. Kinda... I bought a black tree from Z Gallery, and it's covered in this gold, year you did? gold glitter. Yes. Nice. Okay. Wait, like a full tree? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I didn't see your house this Christmas this time around. I know. Like last time with all the stuff. Yeah. I know, because I was in L.A. Yeah, and I was making fun of you last here. year for decorating the shit out of your house, which was pretty fantastic, though. I have to admit, though. Usually we have, like, three or four trees. Do you, yeah, that's right. I've seen that in your house. But you put out all the extra, like, de decor and stuff as well. Like, I mean, you have, like, the whole villages and, like, the whole... Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm surprised there's not a train set running around the fucking <laughs> tree, honestly. You know? And a Santa Claus sitting in the corner, yeah. like, waiting for on the Christmas Day stop. So I wanted to really bad hire um well i i did speak to him it was my brother's friend and i'm like hey i'm gonna pay you 200 and i want you to come sit on the kitchen counter at 6 a.m dressed in an elf on suit. christmas day that would have been funny. no because the fucking elf on the shelf would yeah. drive me nuts so we had to move this motherfucker <laughs> all the time and then even when the kids got older they still thought they got the elf and i'm like this is so much work for parents right. like you have no idea I, I can just envision like the mom and dad, you move the elf. No, you move the fucking elf. I got to get up in the morning. So the elf is always like a thing. And you can't always, I'll go one up with you. When you're done with a few spots, did you ever notice there's not enough hiding spaces for those things? Well, I used to love it in the mm -hmm. beginning. Okay. And I had so many ideas. And then after like a few years, it become became a nightmare. So I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of this elf. So I told my brother, I'm like, I'm paying your friend to come over and he's going to sit on the counter in the elf that outfit and scare the shit out of my yeah. kids. Right. So. Can you hide the elves all over the house or does it have to be near the Christmas tree room? Because I, I no, always put it he, near the tree. No, he can be anywhere. Like he can That's be all over the house. Yeah. Like 
That's why I ran out of space because I always keep it near the tree. I didn't know you could like use the whole house. Yeah. No, I would have thrown that shit over the roof. I mean, your roof. kids don't want the elf anymore. No, my kids want the elf all the time. My 14 year old is like, the elf's in the same spot, dad. I was oh, like, yeah. shh, See? shush up. Yeah. It's not in the same spot. His back's he's, like, he's someone, mooning you now. Because someone touched it. <laughs> I go, he the, lost I his go magic. the elf's mooning you now. Remember yesterday he was facing you now, he's yeah. mooning you. Leave it alone. So, is it yeah. wrong to put elves in scissor position? No, I've seen it. And You've then they're the like si humping like, the Barbie. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, there's been, there's like just Google like inappropriate elf yeah, scenarios. It's so great. Yeah. Um, your idea is awesome though. Getting the yeah. life size elf. I yeah, might have to do that so. next year instead. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the girls will like freak out, but it's so great. And then you just set up a camera. Nice. Please do. <laughs> I let's, will. Let's do it and plan it. And I'll, yeah, I was going to say something, but I'll let that one go, but I'll save so. that for you next time. Yeah. So what about, um, yeah. New, new year, new me. Did you see that video of that boy that went viral? No. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. Okay. He's like, new year, new me. Fuck you, Karen. You're still going to be... And then it just, like, it goes off. It's, okay, how old is this kid? I don't know. Gosh, you guys, he had to be, like, 13 or... Oh, I don't know, 12 or 13, but it's, That's like, hilarious. Funny. So it's, so you know, funny. like, new. everyone's like, oh, new year, new me. Yeah. So... Um, and he took it to another level. Yeah, and it was yeah. great. So, yeah, what are your... What are you thinking, new mm, year? I mean, new year is, you know, like I said, it's just always that thing where, um, for myself, which is which is great for us, but there's a lot of... Um, <laughs> I'll have to use the line. There's a lot of new me, new year sort of situation going on. I've, I'm actually now heading into more of the dating coach space now, um, you know, after doing this platform and just now it's time to start doing um, what I... what I Why I started this whole thing, yeah. you know, why I started the blogging, why I started... The podcast and why you're here you know it's that whole thing it's start it's all pointing in the same direction now where i want to do more public speaking this year um and i actually have two branding managers behind me now that are helping me they actually told me to make a vision board and i was like what the hell is that because i've always heard of them what? i'm making a joke i've always heard of them okay. but it's like i'm not gonna big stick a big old poster board behind me they go chris you can do it digital now yes. I go, oh, okay and so. it was off the chain thank you yeah you, i sent, sent it, it to you me. yeah and so that's that's my whole new approach but i feel like i've always been this type of person where once I say it's go time, it's go time. And I don't look back. I move forward with it and I follow through. And that's something that I want to talk with everyone today as our part of our topic. You know, it's goals and manifestation because it's one of the things where this vision board, I probably wrote it out. I don't know, let's say um, early December, but I knew that I wanted to have it done as far as the digital part with all the photos and all that stuff and written out on in a, in a format like a deck. Uh, before New Year's. And so I literally did it, I think three days before the New Year was up, but I got it done. And now that it's done, it's just it just gives me a sense of clarity on what I want to do and how I move forward with it now. You know, now always the tough part is like, you have to go out there and seek out the avenues to make it work. But like I was saying earlier is that Things have been coming to me where it's actually pointing all these, all these things are pointing in the right direction. Like for instance, um, there's this new matchmaking company called Loveworthy, and they actually now want me to be their dating coach for their matchmaking service to where I actually help the, I'm not going to call them daters who fail, but people who aren't just, who are in the matchmaking service, but just aren't connecting and figuring out the right formula and why they're not dating. How come they can't land that perfect person that the matchmaker has set them up with? Mm. Because it's just, you know, that's all they can do. They can only present them to you. They can't. They can't um, walk you through the steps. So these yeah. guys or girls who are going through these steps and they're going on their third date and it's like, once again, another failure. But the, but I don't, the match we're going, I don't understand. It's never really a failure. True. But here's the thing. And, I, and you're right. I'm not, I don't want to use, use the word failure. Right. But, to, mm -hmm. but to the dater, it's a failure though. So let's clarify for them. Like I agree with you where I say most of the time it's them um, either they have a vision of what they, what they want. 
um, where they're not willing to let go of what they want. And quite frankly, some of them, even if the date went really well, they second guess themselves on the date. So like, let's say if a few days pass, right? Like okay. for this one date, for instance, where I helped them out with just recently. And um, this one guy went on this date and I and I found him three girls to go out with after I spoke with him. And by the way, this company uses no photos, which I love, by the way, because I think photos take you out of the, out of the running right away. Because right away, if you're gonna judge the photo, you already have a picture of what this person is and now that's already given you half the battle on that date, right? So um, this guy went on this date, he had a great time with one of the girls. Three days later, the matchmaker and him had a conversation on the phone. He second guessed everything that happened on that date. So now he's just, he's questioning himself like going, well, maybe this was what happened. Well, maybe this is why, or maybe she's not into me because she's a powerful woman, or maybe this and that. And you just see him going down this downward spiral of and do it into the abyss going, no, 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 no. It was a good date. You were out with her for six hours. Now, if someone's out with someone for, for six hours, that is a good date. Yeah. You know, and this was a nighttime date too. I'm not saying it's like a day date that went tonight. It went from like seven until like one in the morning, whatever it was. They had a really good time. Conversation was great. You know, they, the banter was great. They, they looked at each other. She said there was a spark there, but after the fact, you know, you have time to think about it. You have mm -hmm. time to sit in it. And yes. that's when the problems occur. What happened? He talked, he he started thinking that she only went out with him because, um, you know, possibly that I, she knew me, which was true. But I had prefaced saying, look, I have a bunch of really good girls that are who were looking for great guys. And that's that's has nothing to do with me. My job was just to find the right fit for you. So I had a five minute conversation with him on the phone. And after that five minute conversation, because remember, I can't, I don't know what he looks like now, right? Cause I, I don't have a photo of him, so I can't right. judge. So now all I can do is go off of your personality. And the feels, the, the questions that I ask you. Exactly, that's what I do really well, right? So I set him up and he had a great time with all of them. Now the issue was, is that there's always, that's, there's always an insecurity because maybe you feel like the person might not like you now. Or maybe it's like it was too good to be true, and so you're setting up, you're setting yourself up for failure. In okay, other words, right. That's so the how best do you, way to say. How it. do you? Okay, did you talk to the other girls I, after? The I game? have, and, and the the girl that I'm talking about, she said she had a wonderful time with them. You know, she wouldn't she wouldn't be opposed to seeing them again. Yeah. You know, obviously there was a um some some something in there that sometimes doesn't work. Like you know, um for instance, like she watched she was she was a little more sporty or something like that. Let's say right. Yeah. So, but other than that, she goes, I you know I got on a second date with him. Okay. And she's a lawyer, but so he thought that wow she's a a really powerful woman i didn't think that i would be going out with someone this uh high oh, so it's confidence exactly is... so that's another part of as well so once again the spiral happens because the insecurities happen because your confidence your ego all these things you're 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 trying to take yourself out of it because you might not think you're good enough mm -hmm. right so that's a that's a programming that he needs to work which on is something dissolving. that i would work on with him by calling him out on certain okay. things saying hey look you have to read the signs on what was good Let's take the good, leave the bad alone. And quite frankly, your bad was what you just brought to the table after the fact. Yeah. So how are you going to move forward from there now on a second date? Think about it. Okay. If he went out with her again, how's that going to happen now with him feeling confident? Well, he can't exactly. until he does a little work on right. himself, if that's the avenue he wants to take. But why wouldn't he? Right. And that's and that's why if you're reaching out for help in the first place, you hopefully you hope that these people are open to the help. Right. And I know that he is because I know I could tell from when I spoke with him on the phone that he is willing to do the work. Um, now it's just getting to that process now. Yeah. So that's the long short of it of what I'll start doing with people. Ah. But that also goes in the realm in that space of where I feel like 
I am now ready for that in my life now. You know, I'm ready to do round tables now. I want to have like, I want to go do like forums. I want to do with you. I want to do like live events. I want to do right. with us up on stage. We're going to do live events questions. this year. I'm really excited. Yeah, we have a few coming up as well as, as close as uh, um, Valentine's Day Yeah. So as well. So there's a lot going on Okay, so what would you say to someone like me, Chris, that's been single for a year? But you know, we've discussed your story. And I, I bet, you know, I bet our audience, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, can you get a picture of her doing that again? Do your little like cowboy wave again. <laughs> Single. <laughs> um, no, but you, I bet our audience can answer. Like they could answer this. I mean, it's 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 a journey, and you know, and that thing with you, it's like you have no issues. It's just finding time for the right guy that's a fit for you. You know, you go out with a lot of good guys. I feel like, but then there's something in there that they either it's either they're pushing too hard or they're needing too fast, and you just like you know, I think you need that time and that growth. You know, because what's the I hurry? do take my time. What's the hurry? You I know, always for you. take my time. You always say, time. what's the hurry? There, There's no hurry. Mm -hmm. Right. But a lot of guys aren't okay with that. And that's the thing, though. And But that's also a good uh, litmus test for you because if they're willing to wait around, and quite frankly, I, I kind of like what you do anyways, though, because you make guys wait when they're, even when their ego's up, which I love about these guys as you date, you actually make them kind of, you know, just come back down simmer to normal, down. simmer down. Like, I, I see what you're showing me, but you know what? It's, it's, it's going to take time for that to happen. Where anybody else, it might have actually just jump started that for any anybody because that's what we're used to. You know, yeah. like these guys, we walk in, we're used to just like, okay, you know, hey, let me do my spiel and it works all the time. Right. But then it's like, what happens when it doesn't work? And and I'm not, you guys, by no means am I opposed to if, if the vibe is there and you feel it and you want to go with it on the first night, by all means. I just think that for me, like I hold my help, myself at a particular standard. And, right. And I feel like not everyone deserves access to that side of me. So and it's I agree just to that. not... Um, given away freely. And then one guy's like, oh, you're going to make me work for it. No, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. Right. But you've also stomped his ego for him to ask you that question. That's yeah. him saying like, whoa, this has worked for me in the past. And so for him to voice that, he's now at a new um, was that a, a crossing in his life as well. Mm. Is he going to stay with you or is he going to move on? Is he going to say, well, I don't have time for this. Or he's like, but yeah. maybe I want to do this. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the question. So, um, and by the way, girls out there too, what Jamie just said, I always tell people do what you want to do because right. like, unless you, there's if, if no you right it, or wrong way, you have to own it though. Like <clears throat> I don't want, I don't want you to do it and all of a sudden second guess yourself. Yes. You, know, you have to own it. And if you and own it, I'm happy with what it. What works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you. So I'm all about that. But also no too, because you hear everything these... you do doesn't work for me. Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> I right know. out the door. Talk about <laughs> opposites. But, um, I've heard girls say, oh, he didn't call me back because I slept with him on the first night. I don't think that's really true. Mm, go ahead. I think that, um, like, okay, for example, there's going to be times if you don't say, for example, I don't sleep with him, yeah. he could still not call you back. So that I don't feel like that's always like a reason why they didn't call you back. Right. Um, I actually went on a date in, I don't know, like a few weeks ago I was in, um, Florida and it was like really interesting smoking hot guy. Um, but yeah, so we kind of got, he was like, hey, let's watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, I know where this is going. <laughs> like, Netflix I don't watch TV, chill, but yeah. yeah. All right, you know, like, I'll roll with it. <clears throat> like, good conversation. But at one point, he even asked, which I thought was, it was cute. Okay. He was like, can I take these off? Like, talking about my pants. I was so uncomfortable. I'm like... Were you guys in a situation at that moment? Like, were you cuddling? Were you? Yeah. In a moment? So yeah, we were. Okay. You're already kind of heavy had, petting, which is, you know what I mean. <laughs> we, had nice, <laughs> we had a nice little makeout session. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 
he was like, can I take these off? And I'm like, Mm-mm. no, I was like, I think I'm ready to go. So I feel like most people would be like, oh, she's a tease. No, right. I usually like lay it out from the get go. Okay. Like, hey, um, <clears throat> we can hang out, but yeah, don't think you're it, going. It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And so, obviously as guys, we're still going to try because that's just, yeah, good you know, for him for trying, male, but you know, that's how we are. It's not going right. to happen. Right. But I, I appreciate that he asked though. I know it was, too. it was kind of, did he seem like, offended oh, or cute. when he did no, he seem not at all. Okay, good. He was yeah. a complete like gentleman, even good. walked me to my car and yeah. Okay. All right. And he's just like, see now the next question is, um, well, this was in, he's in Florida though. Yeah, he's so in he, Florida. So you can't, you can't get any quick out of, uh, gratification here because he's not in town. I was going to say the next step is I wonder if he's just going to follow through now or is he going to move on? What do you think? Mm, I think I've at? moved on. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, see, but that's what makes you different though. That's what makes you different yeah. though. You know, it's like you actually know your worth and your time. And it's like, why can it be from your end to say, you know what? Fuck this. I don't think I'm into him. Vice yeah, versa. I don't know. I already dated someone in Florida. It's like kind of a long you Not know, sure we make all these, mm -hmm. we make all these excuses, but really what it boils down to is if you want to put in the effort, you do. Yeah. And sometimes it just seems like too much work and I travel. So are you coming with me or like, I really love what I do for right. work. So, right. um, yeah. But it just... takes you time to ask someone that in your case though, right? If you just mentioned, are you coming with me? Like how, how much? Oh yeah. Not that? off, not off the bad. Am okay. I like, Hey, I'm, this is where I'm going. Okay. Do you want to come along? Right. So, Got it. um, yeah. God, I think that's fun though. You know, and you get that quick instinct to just like that, that fly by night going, yeah. yeah. Hey, do you want to come along with me? Yeah. And, by the way, yeah. do you want to meet me in Hawaii? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to be with four style. girlfriends. Oh, even better. Hello. Hi, my so. name's James. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. are your goals and motivations? I know see, this is something that you, I know for you, your goals and manifestation, you're really good at this stuff. Mm. I know that you do your journaling. You actually I burn do. stuff up and all these I things. I burn like, stuff up. <laughs> you're pyromaniac. You burn it all up by the way too. Yeah, I have. Um, I definitely have a little morning routine, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I, I like to get up and I call it my hour of power where it's like no phone, no social media. Um, I like to get outside, get the sunlight. Um, I want to journal, have my coffee and do my meditation, even if it's like 10, 12 minutes. Okay. So something's better than nothing. And water, I think is extremely important right when you get up. So it's kind of, um, and then most recently in November, I started the 75 hard. Oh, right. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out How's to How's that Andy. going, by the way? Um, it's going good. Yeah, I'm almost on day 30. So since I don't drink, I gave up Baskin Robbins. Oh, oh wow. Um, which has been Stop like a, the night, press, people. a oh nightmare my God. because I live by one yeah. and every day I drive by it, I'm like, oh, I want you so bad. How do you um, pick it during the most difficult time of the year to do stuff like this? That's okay, so this is well. the thing, you guys, and this is what I say. It's so funny because when I started it, I got probably, I'm not even kidding, over a hundred messages. <gasps> I'm going to start after Thanksgiving. I'm going to start after Christmas. I'm going to start at New Year's. What the fuck are you yeah, waiting for? I hear you. Even the, the guy that I went on the date with, he was asking me about it because he tried to order me a glass of wine. I'm like, oh, I don't drink. Sometimes I'll taste, like I'll taste, but I'm doing 75 hard. Mm -hmm. So, and he, I was like, you should really hop on board and try. And that was probably like a little, so yeah, someone that's not willing to like put in the yeah. work and be like, Fuck yeah, let, let me get on board. Let me let me see if I can do this. He was like, Yeah, maybe after my birthday or so people are always looking for right. excuses and to put right. things off. And you're right, there's always off. gonna be something yeah. as well. That, so that's true. That is true. I say hop on board as soon as possible. Same thing with our New Year's resolutions and goals. It's hilarious to me. You guys, you should have been setting your goals like 30 days ago. Why yeah. are you waiting for a new year? Like your vision board, when you look at it a year from now, I hope you look at it and you're like, 
what the heck yeah. because you're so far beyond that. So you sh I would encourage you to yes. update your vision board okay. every 30 days. Okay, good. And, and do we add on? Do we add you, on and take off, yes, right? Yes, you add mm -hmm. on and take off. So it's kind of part of like my seven that I wrote down. Um, so my seven is like we, we want to be setting goals. Mm -hmm. So let's worry about like setting goals. We surround ourselves with winners, people that are above our le level because they're encouraging us Love to that. like grow and keep us motivated evaluate what is not working. So yeah, that's a big one and eliminate. So we need to take inventory. Like, has this been working for me? Why or why not? And then we eliminate, um, learn a new skill. So that that's always something to be like adding to our toolbox, right. whatever that, that may be, um, eating healthy and hydrating, which is probably a struggle for me, but I know that it's a struggle for me. So I downloaded an app. So okay. now I started like logging it's my funny food. It's a struggle for you because like, you're so good with your waters and stuff all the time though. That's very interesting that you say that. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think I am. But what I realized with even the fasting, like remember Spartan would send me the juice cleanses yeah. and I would always say, this is so lame. Why would anyone want to like fast or just drink juice all day? Because it's never sustainable. But what I realized through the process is the mental. Yeah. Like, so when, when I would actually go to food, so it's not that I'm hungry, but I learned about myself, like in stressful situations or when I'm procrastinating, I go to the pantry Okay. when I'm really not even hungry. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, and when you're busy, you don't even think twice about it. Right. Yeah. And if, right. if I didn't, do the fasting and the juice cleanse, then I wouldn't have been able to identify those habits within myself. And then just watching like how often I'm snacking and eating all day. But that's supposed to be good though, right? For you. And depends well, like I thought that snacking not if day you're versus going eating for... 3000 calories. Okay. Okay. So like for example, yesterday was a prime example because my travel days when I'm in the airport, I'm sitting in the freaking sky lounge oh, yeah. and I'm eating like here I am. I'm like, holy shit. I literally devoured over yeah. 3000 calories right. today. And yeah. It's like, I do the same. It's almost like it's my license oh, just ramen. to say, Hey, here's your license. Just get whatever you want and just eat it. You're yes, going away anyway. It's just sitting mm -hmm. there, That's but right. realistically, we're not really hungry. It's just, it's in front of you. So you eat it. I had three pieces of cornbread with the butter. So looking back, I'm like, and then I get picked up from the airport and my, usually my go-to is I go right to in and out when okay. I get home. Yeah. So I didn't even have a chance to say no. Um, the person that picked me up, picked me up with in and out in the car. So I was like, oh, it's so sweet. Right. And you're like, so damn it. I'm trying I to like, I fucking ate yeah. the burger. And then I'm looking <laughs> back and I'm like, wow. So yeah. Um, and then the last two is, um, always like having compassion for yourself and others because we're not going to be winning every single day. Yeah. So those are the days that, you know, we, we take note and have compassion for ourselves. And, and then, I also say, take that time to pivot. You know, you should pivot on those days oh, because redirect. if it's not right, if it's not mm -hmm. working, just give, you know, just take a moment. Don't force it. You yes. know, there's nothing worse than trying to like, you know, try to what, what square peg in a, in a round hole. Yes. Sort of just leave it alone and come back to it the next day or whatever you're going to do. Yep. So I get and that. Last one is, um, clean space and make your bed. Yay. Yeah. Just, yeah. We, you do we that. You'll get it back. We cannot be productive if your space is messy. And I say this all the time. Like if everything's a mess around you, you're going to have a hard time organizing your yeah. thoughts. So it starts with, um, yeah, I say make your bed in the morning. Yeah, I, I live by that motto. Make your bed in the morning, people, for sure. Um, you were saying something earlier about trying a new skill. And so one of the things that I put on my vision board for this year um, was, um, and by the way, this is like, like I said, my first one, I'm just over the moon for it. So it's like I feel it's, extra so charged good. and motivated. Yeah. But if you noticed on there, one of the things I said, one of my new skills is basically try things that I hate. So for instance, mm. I don't like Italian food. 
And so I'm going to start going to Italian restaurants. I'm going to start doing the things because it's a mental hate it is. that I've set on my own self now that I'm like, you know what, change that. And so my Jamie goes, the other day, she goes, she goes, well, and I mean, we should go out to dinner. And I go, well, I mean, there's this Italian place. She goes, oh, I said, oh, there's this place called Johnny Vinci. She goes, but that's Italian. I go, no, I know. She goes, wait, you're going to do it? I go, yeah, I'm going to get out. I'm, that's one of my new things this year. And it was before the new year. And I said, that's what I want to start doing. I'm going to start doing things that I, that I've made uncomfortable for myself where it's not really that. an issue. Yeah. I made it an issue though. And but now you, it's a thing. Do you genuinely not like the taste of Italian? No, it's not or that. Is it's just because, because it's I heavy feel, in carbs? I, that's what I feel like. That's mm -hmm. what I feel. And there's always other things to get there. But my thought process is pizza, um, you know, love pasta, pizza. you know, oh, things like that. But pasta. once again, I need the, I'm going to try to get out of my mindset of that because it's it's not as bad as it is if it's all done in moderation, mm -hmm. right? So um, the other thing as well, she goes, I go, hey, do you want to go walk the dog around the block? If you like, she goes, Wait, you want to go walk and I go, remember new things? Because I know that she likes it. So I, and I don't because I'm oh, running all day that. long, but I'm like, you know what? I, of course I'll go with you. I want to, I want to start doing things outside the box now that I get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And those are the little things. So those are my new skills this year that I'm working on. Is she on. appreciative of that? I saw in her you? face. It was like, you know, first it's always going to be a shock. Thing, right, a shock right, 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 right. No matter what I see, she's going to, uh, like that, what? you know, but I let her know why. And yeah, she's super appreciative about Aww. it right now too. And quite frankly, we had the you, best Chris. of times when I walked with her yeah. and the Italian place the best time oh it was so amazing. you did go to italian oh yeah no you i order? set the reservations um i had um ravioli I, I, well, no, I, got, I, I took it slow let's not go <laughs> let's not go overboard here villamore i had meatballs that i love and i had um some um uh what is it called um um uh, sauteed calamari and then um vegetables as well okay yeah yeah that really good broccolini i think it was and broccolini. she had ordered some um some little bit like a tortellini something or other and i took one bite Okay. So it's baby steps, but I'm doing Good it though. Good for you. Yeah, you, you. I love that. You, know, you can't throw a baby in the water unless they're to swim first. Maybe <laughs> you have to learn how to swim. Um, but guys out there, but where we're getting on today is goals and manifestation. Yes. And I want to let you guys know, there's something that I also do on my, and I'm sure you're really good at this too, on my phone, on my calendar. Every Tuesday, I put this most important thing for me which is, we're going to talk about right now. Um, you know, it's talking about, I always say that the more people that know about your vision, the more your vision will come to reality. And so when you do, when you have something that you put out there in order to manifest something, you know, we talked about this, mm -hmm. I was talking with someone last night, you have to make sure you paint the whole picture. You know, you just can't manifest, yeah, I want to make a thousand, you know, a million dollars. And then there's no end game to that. You know, you first of all, from a see the picture that you want, and then manifest towards that goal, mm. that picture. Yeah, I say visualize mm -hmm. and you need to feel the emotions yes. as if you've already received it. So what is that going to feel like to you? Right. Like I want you to see it and I want you to feel it and visualize it. Right, because you just can't do it if you just say it and you don't mm -mm. see it or visualize it. You said, I like to yes. say you say touch it and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the mm -hmm. feeling um, is extremely important. So okay. that gives it a lot of power is being able to feel that feeling. Yeah, I love that. I really do love so, that. And I do that um, quite frequently in the shower. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I always have like a notebook right outside my shower because for some reason I, um, I always get a lot of ideas. So in your the space comes in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then after my meditation, I usually will have like a notebook and then write down if my mind wandered or what I was thinking. Okay. So how do you follow through then? Like, let's talk about follow through because I know that, um, you know, you can, you can set goals all day mm -hmm. long but it's the follow through that works, you know? And I know like a few of the things like, you know, you have to do the work and you also have to share. I feel like you have to share your goals with others to make it come to okay. fruition as well. So I'm opposite. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like to um, work silently. Um, there's some things that I'll share, mm -hmm. but for the most part, 
it's kind of um, work within me and what I'm doing. So okay. I don't I don't like to share it with everyone. Okay. See, and I feel like for me, that's that would not that it would make it harder, but yeah. I also feel like because that person you're sharing with, the reason why I was saying that is because they might actually have something that you, oh my God, you're, you want to do this? They can contribute. Well, right, exactly. Thank yes. you. They can contribute and actually, and quite frankly, I just like the validation that I'm on the right path. You know, yeah. that's the first, because if I, if I like sending you my vision board, it was like, I wanted you to look at it and say, okay, I'm, I'm hoping that's exactly what she thinks it is because it's putting me on the right page. And, and you know, when you do it with your close friends, you only want nothing but great feedback right. and the truth, obviously. And they can help you succeed Thank and you. win, right, right. Um, but, check you when you're not going down the right path. Exactly. But that's why I also feel like you should share it because if you share it out with others as well, you know, they they can call you on your shit. Um, so I agree and disagree because I think, and this is just in my case, I don't need the approval from everyone else. Okay. Like I know where I'm headed and I know where I want to be and I know what I need to do to get there. Um, so in some cases, if I need a few more doors to open and I need help, I'm never mm -hmm. afraid to ask for help. But for the most part, I, I think I'm on a mission and, and I, I set my goals okay. and, and intentions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that, it's a Leo quality. I think we both do that very well <laughs> for sure. And I'm with you. I don't need the approval. I just need to make sure that I'm on the right, that I stay on the path, you yeah. know, because so it's sometimes like, we ask questions, right, right? Exactly. And I know, like you said for yourself too, like, I don't need that. When you tell me you're doing something, I know you're going to follow through. Likewise for me as well. You know, it's like months later, we're like, yeah, we already did that. Where were you? It already passed. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like I said, I know we all know a lot of people that set goals. Like you're saying with the 75 hard thing, we're like, uh, they, they make excuses. Yes. And I feel um, that sometimes, you know, people are missing out on a lot of life when that happens, you know, because you get stuck in this stagnant rut of life and business and working and things like that. And even in the dating world, it's that thing, you know, where they say that people only spend about, they spend so much time on every aspect of life except for dating. People spend about 5% time in dating. And it's like, if you were really looking for a mate, shouldn't that be a goal to manifest that you need to actually put in a little bit more time in order to make that happen? Yeah. But if you're only putting 5% of your time into finding a partner, that ain't going to happen. I agree. You know? I agree. That's why I can't be complaining that I'm single. Right. Because I invest all my time in, in my work. But which you know I love. that though. But you know that though. And you're not complaining about finding a no. partner though either though. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you don't put it out there, it's like you got to do the work. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, um, and, and another thing too, it's like you got to be, you have to learn how to be like, I'm like, I got to be very honest. I was telling some of this the other, I think I was telling my girlfriend that I'm scared this year, first time in a long time. I'm actually scared. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid the fact that it's like I got to let go of some of my tennis, you know, my monetary side just mm. to push for my goals that I want. And something's got to give. I can't do it all anymore. So in order for me to move forward with what I really want this year, I got to take, I got to let go of tennis. I got to take some time off. You I know? agree. And um, the scary part is, is the fact that I'm now out there yeah. with no, um, with no backing. With no you know, safety no, net. No but, safety net. But honestly, I do feel you have an amazing partner. So I, th I know in my heart, she has you. She does. She's got you. She does. Yeah, Which she does. Is, a huge advantage for you. Right. And I appreciate, and I'm very appreciative of that time yeah. too. And in, in the same time too, it's like, you know, what I guess what I'm trying to say is that. And that inspires me, Chris. That's one major thing that inspires mm -hmm. me about, you know, maybe like settling down and, and finding like a life partner. Right. Because it one, would be so nice to have that support. And that's like you said, it's it's the partnership in it that makes it work. Mm -hmm. That's like, I she's so it. supportive and so this and that, and that makes it work. And um, you know, and guys, like I was going to say, the rest is too, like that, that fear that I was telling you about being scared. It's like, 
it's 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 that fear of just the unknown, but it's exciting and mm -hmm. exhilarating, and 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 once again, it, it's I'm passionate about it, and that's that that's that good fear. Oh yeah, you know where it's that where I what I wrote down here as well. I said you know there's that fear where you're scared, but it's it's all positive, but then there's also being afraid. Well, fear and different. excitement are yeah. the same, literally right. the same thing. Right, exactly. So. Why do you think we love roller coasters and stuff? Oh, you know, shit, I don't. <laughs> you make me sick. Oh, you bungee jump though, <laughs> bungee jumping, same thing, same fear. I know, yeah. my top came right. off. <laughs> I love that. I love that conversation. <laughs> Anything with the top fall off, I love. Yeah. Um, but no, but being afraid though now, I feel like that's a different, that's different than fear, even though it's the same context. But yes. being afraid is like you're not even trying. You're not even getting out there trying to do it because you're just, you've stopped at the door going, mm. yeah, I'm not going to go over that ledge. Yeah. I'm good. You know, but your goals are down there. Right. Yeah, I'm good. You know, I'll, I'll find another way. And that other way is just not even trying. Yeah. So I, I just don't like, I'm, I'm a big proponent of this. I'm going to use this word very uh, harshly. I don't like quitters. You know, mm. like I'm like, I, I just, I'm not empathetic for quitters at all. Yeah. You know, there's, you can try, you can, you can try to be, do something. You can put your whole heart in, you can fail at it, but I just don't like people who start yeah, something and quit. It's like, um, defining a quitter because the perception of it couldn't be so different. Right. But so that's I, what I, I think... meant though. You can quit when something is, when you've, when you've exhausted the limitations the of something yeah. or you've, you like, you realize you've tried it. It's not working. But when you start something that might work and you stop before you even get to that point, that's where you're just like, oh, you quit. What about you as a parent? Like when you're... I quit on my kids all the time. Ah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Amber, I quit. <laughs> Amber's walking out right I'm now. Out here. <laughs> Amber's just, I think our producer just left. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with my kids, I... Like I when to... they want to do something or they start a, a sport, yeah. I feel like I talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. You're it's when, when the parents allow the kids to, you, you made a fucking commitment. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're, you're sticking, you are playing soccer. So you're playing through the fucking season. There's no excuses. I agree with you and if you're fucking hurt, guess what? You're going to be on the sidelines cheering on your team. Cause that's what you do. Cause you're a team player right. and you fucking signed up for a team sport. Yeah. I, that, what, that last part, I whole, I agree with that kind of tremendously at 100%. Like my daughter on her last softball team, you know, being, she's only eight by the way, but yeah. you know, you learn, you have to learn all the time so obviously coming off her seven-year-old season to the eight-year-old season she's in the same league where her peers from the seven-year-old all moved it to the tens now she's the best one in the eight-year-old mm. league so after the, her very first game where all these girls are looking to her who are brand new by the way right and not a skill but they watch her hit home runs and this and like you know they're like they're starry-eyed right so what does she do she walks off the field and doesn't even go to the group thing and i go no, 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 no. I go, you get your butt over there right now because she was ready to go. She goes, I'm ready to go. I go, get over there, go support your teammates. And I go, and after even that, I say, look, I go, these girls are looking to you. You are, you are the star mm. of this team. I go, you need to be the one, you need to be the captain. So when they're on the bench, if they strike out, you need to be the first one to say, hey, I was there. I struck out before too. And it gives everyone hope. But if you're not, if you're the, that player and you're, or that person, you're not helping the others, What's what's your purpose in life? Yeah. So I I, try, I teach them one thousand percent that don't ever do that. Don't ever walk off. You I don't care how good you are. I don't care how crappy you are. Everyone's the same on that team because it's a team. It's a you know? team. Yeah. yeah. This is why I work alone. So. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. So um, just yeah, for all you parents out there too that um are listening, a really really good um little clip to show your kids. Um, when they get in that, 
that little vibe and you feel like you've exhausted your resources, mm -hmm. ask my kids how many times they've seen Inky Johnson. Oh, I don't know if you know no, who Inky is Johnson this? is, but I know he... Inky Woods. <laughs> well, he actually he played football as well, okay. had an injury, and now he's um, an amazing motivational speaker. But um, when my kids feel like quitting. I'm like, here you go. Watch it. And don't it fucking Icky, get Icky Johnson? Inky Johnson. Inky, I yeah, I'm going to see if we can <clears throat> add like a link to the show be because, um, God, I've watched that. I think it's like 12 minutes. Um, if you Google it, a lot of his stuff will come up, but okay. I, I've watched it over and over and it's just his story is so fucking inspiring. I love that. And it just talks about um, if we, that quitting is a habit and you have to find something greater, like beyond yourself. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm always like, if Inky can do it, you can do right. it. <laughs> Let's right. go yeah. get out Love there. And, and quite frankly, guys, just if, if it's something that you feel like you are not 100% sure of, I mean, just be honest with yourself and if, and don't even give it, don't even try. I'd rather say don't try because, and, and I'm saying this in a, not in the right way at the moment, but it's like, for instance, like, let's say you want to do that team. You want to do this and you just, and you're not sold 100%. It's okay. Are you saying like, um... I'd, I'd rather uh, unrealistic I'd, expectations. I mean, and if, if they're feeling that way, remember, cause they can do whatever they want to do, right? Like that person. And like you just said, if they try out for soccer and they make the soccer team, but they realize it's not for them. Um, but you're finishing the season though, you know, you could, it's not for you. Sorry, but you're going to finish the season out because I want you to learn that you chose to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if, if it, obviously if it gets to a point and it's just not really working and, and to that point where it's not your thing, then just slowly bow out. I understand that, but just don't cold hardly say, you know what? I, I like two days and I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, we signed See, you up. I was, I was the opposite. I just did not take, um, no from my kids and okay. I pushed them and I okay. made them go. And my dad did it to me, but sometimes it's and not they cry day in right. and day out. I don't want to go, but I hate my life, but it's, but I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you so much yeah. and you made a commitment. And as your as your mom, I'm gonna see that you fulfill the commitment that you made. And I agree so you with can that. hate me all you yeah. want. And looking back, they're so grateful. Me, yeah. I hated my dad, but looking back, I'm so grateful my dad and didn't. And you let as a parent, quit. I know it's painful when you're when they're going oh, through it's that. Awful. It's so painful. And it's like the same thing when your kids are grounded, you're grounded. Yeah. So it's that's not true. it's yeah. not an easy road. And that's why I always say it's um God, we got to, we have to be better as parents. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Very true. It's a lot of work. You hear that guys? What I heard was don't have kids. Uh, <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you have, you're being uncle, you be an uncle and an aunt. That's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. I sometimes I'm like, gosh, can we just skip the kids and be like grandparents? I mean, but if here's the funny fact though, let's talk about the grandparents who have already been parent, or let's just talk about someone who's been a parent, you know, that person on the airplane, for instance. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just, they're just glaring at the kid. Like I, there's this little like two year old Ugh. on the plane that was sitting on the tarmac after we landed in Vegas last night, who was um, like running up and down the aisles. So the parents come up to grab the child and all of a sudden like the flight attendant goes, in the very harsh voice, excuse me, is that, and by the way, the plane's sitting there, right? Is this your, is, uh, are you trying to take, he did it in a very snark way, are you trying to take your kid to the bathroom? He goes, no, he goes, you need to sit down. You can't be standing up right now. And that tone like that. And I'm like, the plane's not moving, the kid is too. I mean, do you want the kid to be screaming, kicking, and yelling in its chair, or would you rather just? Have, and I know, but Let there's laws. I know there's out. laws and all that and that. You know, there are laws they got to follow. But seriously, come on, it's mm -hmm. a two-year-old for God's sake. And do you want everyone in the plane to now be annoyed because now the guy took the kid back to the seat? What does the kid do? Cried for ten minutes straight, nonstop. 
And when the kid was running up and down the aisles, there was, was nothing. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to pick and choose your battles. And I, I mean, agree. that battle was shitty though. So, oh man. Hmm. Here's a here's a side here's a segue real quick. Speaking okay. of airplane. Yeah. And Amber, I'm gonna let you answer this one since we're gonna use you on this one here. Why is it that when you're on an airplane, when the plane stops at the you know at the gate or whatever like that, you know, and you're about and all of a sudden the lights come on, people take their seatbelts off, right? People start going for their bags. Why is it that the last ten rows of a hundred plus airplane start standing up trying to get through? They're not getting anywhere. Why do they do that? I don't know. Why why are you gonna stand up, get your bag, no and just stand in the aisle when you know there's a hundred plus people waiting to get out in front of you? Yeah. Why do they do that? Uh, maybe they have a layover or like they They're got not... to catch the next flight. I mean, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this guy, literally, I was probably like maybe 10 rows in the back. Yeah. Literally like right when the plane, lights come on. He was already next to me. He almost hit me in the head with his bag because now he's at a stopping point because now there's like what yeah. another, I was in row 30. There's another 30 rows in front of me of people needing to get up now. And this a-hole is like with this bag on his, on his thing and just bopped me in the head. And oh. I was like. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like from the front, I get yeah. when they're pulling their bags down, but like literally he just like, he's just in a hurry and he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Homeboy Drives needs to um, like upgrade that, that seat and get into like comfort plus or, or first class. Mm. Amber, what say you on that? I really do get annoyed with those type of people because mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, we're in the 30th seat and you have like all these other people. And I'm like, come on now. Yeah wait for these other 30 people and then wait your turn. Like those are so annoying and I hate those type right. of people too because I just got off of a plane not too long ago and you have like a hundred and something people in the in the like in the plane. Right. And then you're like, okay, wait for our turn and you have that one asshole just. Right. Oof. Or like, what about your seat geez. partner? If you, That's why I always get the window seat by the way. Because I if I'm in window. the aisle and your your seat partner gets up, and just waiting to get out, and, I, and I'm just sitting there, just hanging out until it's your turn to yeah. go with. Um, I feel like, shit, he's gonna probably run me over, you know. And I feel really bad, but that's why I always take the window. Or seat. like the baggage claim, how everyone hovers around, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. come on, man, yeah. like get out of my way. There's my bag. Excuse me. Oh, I always, me. I just go to a coffee shop or something and wait for. And then wait, yeah, yeah, until the bags are all out. I love just that. On the tram by themselves. Or you're hoping it's the first bag, which mine was last night, by the way. Yeah, so. mine is usually the first bag because it's. Priority tag. Okay. Okay. Yeah. God, the airport. Yeah. So thank you, TSA. Ooh, gotta and Claire. love the holidays. <laughs> All right. So, um, guys, we're thank you so much for listening. Like I said, yeah. we're talking about goals and manifestation and whatever you're gonna um, do this year. I know we all, like Jamie said, we make New Year's resolutions. We make these plans. We make, oh, we're going to lose weight. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Just pick something. You don't have to do it all. I mean, no one's asking you to do it all, right? Right, right, pick right. Pick one thing that you think you can accomplish. And I like what you said. Every 30 days, change it up because that's yeah. an easy That's an easy one. And and then just gauge it off something, like whether it be the first of the month, the 15th of the month. For me, it's uh, full moon. So I typically never know what day of the week it is or right. what month it is, right. but, um, but I always gauge it off the full moon. So the full moon I know is uh, my night to write it out. And then like Chris said, I actually burn it and let it go and release it to like God or the universe right. and let him bring Her neighbor's yard. Yeah. Let him bring me what God or universe, your neighbors yeah. are here complaining all the <laughs> time. Like, what are you talking about? On fire? <laughs> are you burning something out there? I heard you started yeah. a, uh, uh, what is it called? A, um, a leaf fire the other day from doing that burning shit in your neighbor's I yard. Did? No, I'm just no. <laughs> you, I was, you know, it's so funny. I was in, I'll tell you really quick. I was in the Philippines and my teammates, um, 
yeah, we were in the Philippines. They're like, you can't light stuff on fire here. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm burning my manifestations and my goals. And they're like, Jamie, no. Is it just illegal or what? I mean. I don't know, but I've done, I've been doing this, Chris, for for years. Yeah. I, I remember I was stuck on a cruise ship one time and I even burned Shut it off the. Shut up. Are you kidding me? I, it's kind of like a thing for me. So yeah. I lit that motherfucker on fire, tossed it over into the ocean fucking flew back onto oh, the, no. the neighbor's balcony. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to be the person that's trying to crawl over in the balcony, fall overboard, and right. then I'm missing. And then the boat's still Or they're going to read all my goals and be like, what the hell is this? Well, let's just go on up. You just burn the whole fucking ship down. I know, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. <laughs> no, I appreciate but, that. But, yeah, I, I think I'm just super motivated and disciplined. Yeah, so just, just go for what you want, people, but just make it realistic. And like I said, in all, all those people out in relationship land, this is one of the things that kind of deals with relationship as well, because if you don't have your own stuff in order, you can't, you can't put yourself out there to make you available for someone else. Yes. I love you know? that. So let's it all just, starts here. Yeah. Start working on yourself first. And once you, once you feel love for yourself, then you can spread the love and finally actually accept love coming back. Mm -hmm. I think this is why hey. so many people love me. Oh, you're so good. Thanks, honey. You should yeah. be a you should be a dating coach. I should be. I'm gonna work <laughs> on that this year. All right, guys, that's an episode. Jamie, I love you, honey. Anything I you're plugging you while too. you are on today? Yeah, shout out to Howitzer. Um, nice. We'll be checking them out at Shot Show in a couple weeks. So that's right. I'm really excited. They hooked me up with this dope little flannel that I'll be bringing to Hawaii. Now, is that a jacket or a shirt? I love this the look of like that thing. This is like a flannel. I feel like you would look really good in their mm -hmm. little flannels, and they have um, oh, wow. hoods yes. too. Yeah, very warming. Love that. Yeah. I might wear that in my next episode just because. Yeah, do it. All right, shout out to Howitzer. <laughs> All right, guys, and you can find us at Dating Intelligence on social media. And for myself personal, it's at Fetch Sport. And uh, thank you so much. And we are ready for this new season. We got a lot of Yay. great things going on, guys. And be on the lookout for us on the road as well this year, too. Keep so. sending us your questions. They're yeah, awesome. Please. And if you guys, like I said, just questions. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to ask. All right, that's another episode. Amber, thank you back there. And Sticky Paw Studios, we love you. <laughs> Yeah.